Yo fam! Hey, before we get into this episode, uh, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Would you mind going to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and giving us a review? And what I mean by that is you can give us a rating, which is like five stars you think we're awesome, one star if you think we suck, but to write an actual review about what you think about the podcast, that would be absolutely awesome. Um, this podcast you're about to hear is something I recorded uh, months ago and just haven't published, and it's actually perfect timing. I uh, just had a conversation with a friend about this, and uh, I hope you like it. So, small favor, review iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and always, don't forget to share it with your friends. Think of someone uh, that you think would benefit from hearing this and share it with them. Give them a screenshot, drop them a text, let them know you're listening. Love you. Holla. Yo fam, what up? Today I'm going to talk to you about a couple of things. Maybe a bit of relationship talk, the way out of confusion, um, and how to dig deeper down into the roots to find out what's really driving you. Um, A topic that keeps coming up, and and this has been a topic that I talked about in my relationship, uh, the relationship podcast I had with Sarah. Uh, which I had her on and we talked about um, how we met and how we almost broke up. Um, some of my history with relationships. Uh, there's been a couple of, of topics on Facebook, some Facebook groups that I was uh, going round and round in. And I had a great conversation with a good friend of mine, um, Megan. Um, and I can't think of her last name, Megan Kelly. That's not right. But with the Addictionary podcast, absolutely phenomenal podcast. She is uh, close to becoming a doc, getting her doctorate of psychology um, and talks about all things, um, you know, therapy and recovery and all kind of different modalities. So check her out. But we had a great conversation about relationships and, you know, this idea that if you are attracting a certain type of person, whether it is a male or female whether you know you are in a same sex relationship or opposite sex relationship if you find yourself attracting the same type of person wondering why do i keep attracting these people why does it start off really good and then it turns bad why do these certain type of people um uh, come into my life and the question is always the same Uh, i attract what i am you attract what you are. Yes, opposites attract. But what that means oftentimes is, uh, particularly for people that are uh, have some sort of struggle with mental health, addiction, codependency, etc., is we tract the thing in which um, it, it, it seems familiar. Uh, in, in other words, in, in uh, me and Sarah's podcast recently, you know, I was had been in recovery for five or six years. I thought she was a normie. And then two years into our relationship, she realized that, that her family has a history of alcoholism. So she is the yin to my yang. She, I, I am in 12-step re, uh, recovery fellowships like AA and NA for drug and alcohol addiction. She's in family groups for um, codependency, you know, management and control type be- behaviors. And so... The way 
out of attracting that type of man, woman, or other that you don't want is by changing you, right? There's something within you that is attracting that thing that you say you don't want, but yet you continue to attract it. And this is what I was talking, I was reading this morning, and I'm going to read a couple pieces out of my journal this morning, but uh, I read the, you know, in the ACA book, and one of the things it said was, a way out of confusion that the 12 steps offer us a way out of confusion. Rem, uh, let's see. It reminded me of when I was talking to Megan yesterday about the things you don't know. Oh, trying to cr- trying to communicate to someone things that they don't know that they don't know. In other words, how do you communicate to someone? How can you uncover something for someone if they have no clue that it's even there, that there's even an issue? The way that they're living is abnormal or dysfunctional, that they too might have a part in the relationships that they're attracting or the uh, jobs that they're attracting or the comments on Facebook that they're attracting or the Facebook posts that they're attracted to. You know, they may not even realize that they are uh, at the root oftentimes of, of whatever the thing is that they might be rebelling against. You know, it says um, confusion reminds me of the question of questions like, why am I like this? Why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep attracting these type of men and women into my life? Why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why can't I get started and get motivated? Why do I keep falling short? Why, when I get exactly what I want, the way I want it, does it not make me feel better? I'm confused. You know, the answers live lie in deep in our deep rooted subconscious in the psyche deep down in our feelings and emotions that's oftentimes how they kind of come out what feelings the question that one must ask is what feelings am i trying to avoid what am i afraid of what am i worried about what am i insecure about for me i need someone else to help me see that i've benefited greatly from Support groups like AA and NA 12-step support groups, uh, a sponsor, mentorship, a coach, a therapist, whatever that looks like for you. And there's a big difference between having a friend that is going to help you troubleshoot or a friend that's going to kind of say, well, I think you should try this. When that friend might not – that friend might be as – blind that's probably not an accurate word but as blind as you are in other words if if they are living from a place of confusion in other words at the roots of a lot of their decision making is rooted in fear and insecurity and lack and you're asking them for help they're often going to be directing you based on that as well Um, just like if you're asking another codependent about how to be independent they're often going to lead you in a direction that is similar to what you would already be and the other thing is the truth is in many situations is the decision actually doesn't matter to go left or to right to quit or to keep going to to date or not to date is not necessarily the, the the issue what the issue is what 
is what feelings and emotions are you trying to avoid by making this decision? Right? What is motivating? What is at the what is what is your intuition saying? And that's a that's another thing I, I was uh, uh, writing about. Um, what? Uh, let's see. I feel that deep down, oh, deep down, everyone intuitively knows their intuition, spirit, God, whatever that thing is that's deep down within you um, is cut. Co- that's covered up. Actually, knows the answer. But oftentimes people get caught up in what will people think? What do I uh, what do I need to do to protect him, her or me? How do I save face in this situation? In other words, like, how do I make a good decision? But how do I look good in the process? Um, uh what should I do? What do you think I should do? What's the right thing to do? Which, you know, the shoulds, shooting all over ourselves, is that we're often trying to feel these, these decisions. We're often trying to fill a hole that is unfillable. It reminds me of a line in the AA book book, and it's, <clears throat> and we agnostics, and I'm about to use the word God, so don't turn off too much if you have, uh, if you have an aversion to God in the spirit talk, but um, but interchange God with whatever makes sense to you. It says deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. And if you're uncomfortable with that word, the fundamental idea of good orderly direction, the fundamental God, the fundamental idea of intuition, the fundamental fundamental um, spirit of the universe, of the Big Bang, of science, whatever that thing is. Put in place of the word God for you. Deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. It may be obscured by calamity, pomp, worship of things, but in some form or other it is there. And what's what I really like about that is how when we come to life, when we are born, they... <clears throat> And say we are born perfect. We're not scared of anything. We're not worried. We're not worried about what other people think. We have no concept of that. But we learn uh, through our surroundings and experience that, you know, don't go there. Be careful of this. You know, don't touch the stove. It's hot. You know, we start to kind of through life, we develop insecurity and worry our ego comes to where we start to realize like we're an independent being on this you know on the planet and oftentimes that spirit that's so pure that where love and understanding and compassion lies it's often covered up with what this book was written in 1934 which is why some of the vocabulary is old but when it talks about calamity like Trauma from childhood, getting embarrassed, getting beat up, uh, being abandoned, you know, whatever, uh, putting yourself out there and getting smacked down for it and say, I'll never do that again. Um, you know, anxiety, fear. That's what that that's what calamity is like. Some crazy, chaotic situation. Pomp. Pomp is like um, metaphorically speaking, the root of pompous, but um a success 
being out like a public display of of uh, success or worship, you know, whatever. So calamity is kind of the craziness. Pomp on the other end is like the success. Um, uh, look at me type situation. The uh, worship of other things, which is thinking that worshiping food, material things, uh, my car, my house, look at me, look at our family, our hair's done, our shirt's tucked in, you know, trying to use these outside things to feel and, and, and make us feel whole. Um, the relationships, people, places, and things relationships serve in this, uh, thing. One of the, uh, one of the biggest, uh, things that I that is thrown around that is so romantic and so common, which is in relationships, is you complete me. Jerry Maguire uh, uh, made that really famous. I remember my father got my mother uh, this carved statue. Uh, and I would venture to bet it was from Earth Art, one of their favorite stores. But it was a statue of a of a person sitting Indian style, and the middle was missing. But it was like a statue, and he got it from my mom and said, "You complete me," which is very sweet. But what I want to point out is is that when you are whole. You are whole with or without someone. You are whole with or without the job, with or without the finances, with or without the relationship. And so many people uh, are are looking for relationships to to make them feel a type of way. It's it's as if in relationship, whatever topic in which we're talking about. If you are whole spiritually, if you are whole you know, with the universe, are you in line with whatever it is that you believe? If you're in line, things are easy. You don't have to force anything. You don't have to necessarily plan. You don't have to um, necessarily sacrifice. And there's a big difference between trying to think your way through this and actually being whole regardless of and it's funny what happens when you attract, when you start to attract things in your life, when things are no longer uh, hard, um, things just flow. It's not that they're not difficult. It's that it's that there's not so much weight to every single decision and you're not necessarily having to scratch and claw and wrestle joy and satisfaction out of life trying to figure it out. Um you know, the, the, the thing that helps me the most, and I talk about it over and over and over again in here is number one, when I wake up in the morning, I say, help me, guide me, direct me direct me. Number two, I usually read some sort of recovery-based literature, some spiritual literature, some personal development literature, because at any given moment, I think the sky is falling and I'm never going to make it. Number three, I usually do some journaling, right? I write out my stuff. What am I thinking? I actually, um, as a matter of fact, I had a hard time sleeping last night. As excited I am about the direction of my profession, where I'm going, you know, I also think about you know, am I going to get found out? Did I do that thing? When is this going to happen? You know, as, as intellectually as I know and understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint, it's, e it's, it's so easy to get dragged down into, you know, getting things fast and what do I got to do? And there's not enough time. The other thing, um, the other thing in this is having 
people in your support group, having a support group, having a mentor, people that have no bearing or no benefit to whatever decisions you make and you trust them you are you are trusting them to help you get down to the roots. You trust you trust them to help you discover what is it I'm scared of in this situation. What is I what is it that I'm insecure with in this situation? And they help you make your own decision, right? Um, not saying advice is that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying advice is bad because sometimes if you're trying to build a business, you need to get advice from someone that's been there. But more importantly, if you're to become whole. If you're to be able to trust your intuition and to trust your decision making, you have to be able to get down to the roots and not constantly be relying on everyone else to tell you what to do. So build a support group, have people that you talk to every day. Um, And whether you're getting that from 12 step or therapy or, you know, whatever that looks like for you, you need to build that around you. And at the end of the day, say thank you. Thank you for helping me get through the day without being overwhelmed with fear and insecurity, etc. And it's this, the this type of work over a long period of time, which makes it easier and easier and easier. And it takes off some of those layers of BS that we have piled on that creates confusion in our lives, which is why do we always feel like we are confused when we end up in the same situations over and over and over again. And the way out of confusion is to seek, is to dig, is to latch on, seek out information that's going to that's gonna lead you into a direction um, that's not a Band-Aid type fix. Surround your of peep, surround yourself with people that are on the same path. And as Wayne Dyer said in one of my favorite videos, which I shared with you before, which is when you change what you look at, what you look at changes. What you change, which I just made, I just probably slaughtered that. But when you change what you look at, what you see in life changes. When you change the stuff you see, what you see changes. It's just a metaphor for. If you see calamity, if you look for calamity, you're going to get calamity. Calamity. If you are um, looking for those men or women that are either codependent or controlling, you're going to get that back. If you're, you know, looking for all that's wrong in the world, you're going to see that's wrong in the world. But if you shift, if you shift to what what it is that you're looking for is as positive and uh, reinforcing and uh, around spiritual uh, growth and discovering tapping into the to the sunlight of the spirit into the you with the source whatever that is if you if you shift your looking what you're looking at to that and abundance you will get that um hey if you know somebody that uh, would benefit from hearing something like this share it with one person uh tell them about the podcast screenshot it post it on social media um i'd love to be able to interact with you and um always 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 if you know someone that needs some help or has some questions please feel free to reach out I love you. Holla at your boy. Gio. Yo, fam. Hey, thanks for listening. While you're listening to that, did you think of one of your friends that could benefit from hearing that message? You know, that one friend that 
you know you've been trying to tell this for years and if they could just maybe hear it in a different way maybe it might help them understand well yo share the podcast with your friend thinking about you i love you holler at your boy jim